0: Hmm. Red four. Green four. Hmm. Green nine. Green six. Draw two. Andre. Ah. Oh. Uno. Oh. <laughs> supposed to say Uno. Player one, lose. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Grand. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Believe in Victory. A Granblue vs. Podcast. Um, I think I've messed up the open like 10 times already out of like the 14 episodes. It happens. I understand. I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, today we're recording a couple hours after I guess that like Granblue Fest totally, totally, totally wrapped up and they released like the patch notes, but also a few hours before UL comes out. So we're in that weird no man's land of not sure if it's super relevant, what we'll say yet, but you know, it probably, we'll probably make it so that our conversation will, no matter when you hear it, will add some value to your day in terms of in terms of patch notes and reveals and so on and so forth. Um, th- once again, I'm joined by Ebonic Plague. Hello. Um, thank you for joining me on this like a uh, very, very short notice. Yeah, no problem.
1: I was just uh, chilling and, relax- and relaxing, you know, I wasn't really doing a whole lot,
0: waiting for, waiting for the patch. <laughs> technically i'm about to drop the uh i'm about to drop the developer translations before you can read them officially so i mean i'm adding a little bit of value for you as well (laughs) (laughs) Nani? yeah so yeah dom uh so just a little context um so grand blue fest is over now it was like maybe 20 hours of straight grand blue content split over between two days um bless vibrating sheep's heart he was basically up for i don't know 52 hours translating non-stop and streaming non-stop what a god yeah, that, that man is the goat right um so shout outs to him hopefully if you did tune into his stream um hopefully you had a good time um i for one um caught like a few of the highlights or whatever but the main thing i remembered seeing from a highlight is somebody like posted a picture of bailey hill the belly cosplayer's nipple <laughs> <laughs> and that was the caption but um yeah did you see anything that you kind of like caught your attention
1: uh i mean there was a lot you know given that uh uh you know i played the main game it's not just grand blue versus right uh uh there there was a lot of different things that i was super elated to see uh the the belial cosplayer coming on screen was actually dope as hell because that guy (laughs) that guy was killing it oh my god he was like he was just into it i don't know how long he stood in front of the mirror and just said like
0: said sexual innuendos with a smug face but he nailed it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i saw a lot of those highlights as well uh they were really i think for the most part the cosplayers and like the onstage talent they were really killing it Mm -hmm.
1: the uh the the virtual uh um concert which happens just about every year at this point
0: uh yeah the ar concert right
1: which uh yeah yeah so like we've seen it a bunch of times you know like it's it's not like it's new but they they find a way to make it a little bit different because like you know normally we're expecting like oh you know it's 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 a bunch of ar models again right mm-hmm. like we're we are we have seen this before but they they still somehow impress each time at least for me uh you know obviously i'm a big narmaya fan so narmaya's entrance during the concert was it was sick as hell, man. Like she she came out and she teleported in from the butterflies and everything like that. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think you know, for those of our listeners who are more fighting game oriented, um, this is kind of what Grand Blue Fest is always about. Um, I know that like other game conferences may be a little shorter, but Grand Blue Fest is really actually like a celebration of all things Grand Blue. And so while it is a bit long-winded, please bear with us. Um, you know, there's just a lot going on for all kinds of fans. And, you know, that's kind of how Grand Blue came up with such a big fan base to begin with. They cater to a lot of different people. Um, you know, not just the guys, not just the boys, but not just the, you know, the Fujos, but, you know, everyone in between as well, right? So.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty surprising how they basically just take every possible option of uh
0: what people are into and just make it a real thing <laughs> yeah and i think i can feel a lot of passion behind the whole project as well so yeah ultimately it was awesome but you know to spare our, our true fighting game audience we will probably cut into talking a little about fighting games now um the ul trailer did come out and it was very 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 stylized and as i mentioned before ul will be out in like a few hours of That's this right. recording so I don't want to get too into, like, trailer reactions. If you haven't seen the trailer, go watch it. It's pretty cool. Um, the question I did have for Ebonic Plague was, when you watch these trailers that are over-stylized, do you ever feel betrayed? Because I have. When I watched the Zoe trailer, they showed that her 2L comboed into her sweep, and I was like, sick, this character's going to be amazing. <laughs> but it's fake. It doesn't do that. Um...
1: I haven't yet felt betrayed because if I remember correctly, Narmaya didn't have anything like that in her trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, those trailers are made before they like finalize design decisions, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think they mean to betray you. It's just a really <laughs> cool action shot. And then it's like, Oh yeah, no, we can't have two L into, into two U. That's just not gonna, that's not gonna fly. It's not okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Look, I have, um I have worked in some dev environments and you can like increase like the level or decrease level of attacks, like, uniformly so if you're just trying to make a trailer or something that's how you would do it um but yeah i still uh i am i i'll be forever betrayed i don't take anything from these trailers anymore um i think like when i did when the zoe one did come out i did like a frame by frame analysis and that was the one thing that really like that was like oh man how come like it, it looks like they're still in hit stun when this when the sweep hits that really bothers me But <laughs> as expected it's it's not real
1: a lot of the time, it's animation, or yeah, or it's it's not real, right? Like it's not it's not final. Um, one of the things though that you do you do really get some sense of stuff uh, from the trailer though, regardless. Like sure you do you the two the two L two U thing for Zoe, for example. Uh, sure that didn't actually end up existing, but like you got to see the actual move sets, right? Like yeah, and that's something that wasn't going to change uh, by the time a trailer would happen, right? Because like if it was. If they somehow, like, took away entire moves and replaced them after they've already made a trailer, I would be impressed.
0: <laughs> yeah. For the most part, that is the one good thing, is that you can identify almost every move that is that the character has. Yeah. And then, for the most part, they actually be able to show it off to you because if they didn't stylize it so much, it would be hard to kind of, like, contextually use certain moves right like the back throw for example makes no sense on its own for example so uh-huh. it does give you an opportunity to use it right so all right i'll take the good with the bad there <laughs> uh so yeah ul will come out so sooner or later so by the time you listen to this that's the main takeaway. <laughs> but uh i do want to get into um Andre or uno depending on how you look at it um really interesting choice by the gbvs team because um just to put a little context i think Vibrating Sheep tells us this all the time, but he always emphasizes, well, the developer team has said, we're going to prioritize making a character fit as a fighting game character before picking a popular character and so on and so forth. And I will say, this is probably, like, the first example of this, b- besides, like, certain characters like Diva or um, Catalina, for example, right? I would say that, like, this is probably the most, wow, they definitely picked this character because of the fighting game mechanics. Because statistically... And Psygames Games does collect these statistics because they do have a game where they did collect tons of data. Yeah, on race slash Uno is the least popular Eternal by far, without question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think um, I think this inclusion shocked everybody in like a weird way, um, just because we just didn't see it coming. I kind of like half guessed it because I did think an Eternal was on its way. Yeah, it was kind of backed up by like Shadowverse putting out their Eternal. Um, uh expansion booster pack basically yeah and then so i was really feeling it but unos it still surprised me um w- were you surprised or were you like yeah gotcha. i got no
1: no no, no. I, I mean i was definitely surprised uh we we recorded a podcast earlier where we talked about how you know an eternal was possible right uh yeah and uh, uh most of us guessed it would be seophon right? yeah and uh, apparently, so did the original designers. They wanted it to. They were thinking it was going to be Seofan, and uh, they switched it over to Andre because there were no male Harvins. And I mean, yeah, he fits the bill pretty hardcore, and it's really easy for uh, for him to be attacked as a male Harvin um, because he floats. Yep. Unlike the like, unlike a lot of the other male harvins which uh, you know some of them have like big hats and stuff like like uh, yeah. Yodahara, right? Like Yodahara probably could fit the bill.
0: Vermeil does too. They all have big hats actually, even Civil Barra. but I think they were just they, they wanted to make a gimmick that wasn't hats, I guess. So they just picked one of the flying. And Harvids.
1: they also wanted an eternal. And, you know, I guess like Andre yeah. just fits fit. it. It covers like the, the Venn diagram, as, as you so succinctly put it, I would say. <laughs> yeah,
0: I I, I share that take on Twitter. Yeah, I was like, this is like, I get it. But this is not what I expected. Still, I still expected them to pick a popular character anyway, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because I my, my intention is that, well, they still want to sell DLC. But I guess, like, games is so rich, they can do whatever they want. They don't have to sell it. <laughs> they don't have to sell DLC. They can just put it out there just to make it a more complete game. I see you, games. Yeah, I, I, they they still have two DLC slots after, right? So, yeah,
1: um, you know, if they want to pick the the popular character that'll sell a ton of DLC, like, they, they've got time. I'm not terribly <laughs> worried about it. But at the
0: same time... Part- yeah, I mean... I think they already kind of did that anyway. The the first three were extremely popular characters.
1: Yeah, I mean, Belial, first off, was just, like, the big heavy hitter. They, it was, he was such mm-hmm. a heavy hitter, they announced that he was going to be in Season 2 before Season 2 had
0: even started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's how they get you, right? I think that, um, for the most part, I, I don't mind it the more that I think about it, because... I think no matter who get got added, I would at least be slightly disappointed that it wasn't another one. So uh, being uniformly disappointed has worked out pretty well for me. To put into context for people who don't play the original game, Uno was probably the worst Eternal for a while. Like he had no niche. Yep. Like maybe the first two to three years of like the original game. And then they hell overbuffed him and he became the best Eternal, right? Yeah. And then... There was a there was a while where it was the Uno meta where he was the best eternal by far. And now he's like he like a few years after that, he's once again irrelevant. So
1: yeah. He uh, he sees he, he sees just about very little play. Uh his he's he's like he's a character that you, you put in niche content, right? Like you you, yeah. you might use him for your very specific things because his whole his whole gimmick is that he's the big defender guy, right? Like he he puts up like barriers and things like that, you know. Is he's, he's he uses the spear because it's like uh, he feels like its defensive capabilities are are super cool and stuff like that. And that's what's uh that's what's going to translate in the the play actually, um. You know, he's got parries and things like that uh, from what we saw in the trailer, uh. And I, so th- this actually kind of leads to what I was gonna say just a moment ago. Uh, the Despite the fact that Anir, Anre, Uno, whatever you call him, depending on where you are, you know what you first read his name as, <laughs> um, <laughs> he he has the chance to be a lot cooler than we've thought him to be in uh, Mainline Grand Blue because in this game so far in Grand Blue Versus, they have done a phenomenal job of making every character not only unique to play but incredibly cool to look at. Right, like mm-hmm. all of their animations are sick. Ah, uh, they flow very well. they figured pick- they figured out how to pick moves that are like just just super cool and different to look at for despite the fact that, like, oh, yeah, you know, there's already a sword character in this game. Uh, but these two these two characters have completely different animations, regardless of that. you know, yeah. so so regardless of either like my personal distaste of uh, uh, Andre or maybe you know, somebody else's who's listening right now, <laughs> uh I feel like the character will at the very least translate to be super cool because they've done such a great job of that with everybody else, even other characters that maybe I haven't been like too keen on before, or maybe other characters or people that uh, have felt the same about other characters.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's pretty far along from what I can tell. They already have some gameplay-ish footage of him. So I assume he's almost done, if not done, right? So I do wonder how long they've been like working on him in secret because, you know, like I said, they, they've made, they're they made making a conscious decision here to pick a character that is not popular on purpose. So I do wonder like how long ago, what their strategy is and so on and so forth. So this does segue really finally into, I do think that based on his inclusion, um, popularity no longer has any bearing as to whether or not, a character will be included. So literally any character could be in the game now.
1: Which is super dope, which is like, yeah. I'm, I'm actually like really excited about that because, uh, you know, like I, I think everybody has this, not just, you know, maybe myself or you or anybody else, right? Like I, I think everybody has that one character that's not exactly super popular, but they would love to have in the game, right?
0: No, yeah. I was like, I was like oh yeah, Mary's going to be the character. She's going to be the gun character. But now I think it's going to be Carva, her friend. The 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 draft, yeah, yeah, and that's an upgrade as far as I'm concerned. Because so. there's no draft in the DLC yet. That's it. uh and She's hella obscure. There,
1: there's Normaia. What are you? What?
0: No, she's DLC one. Oh, you mean she's, like I'm DLC, two. DLC two? Okay, okay. Yeah. All
1: right. Fair enough. Fair enough. You got me on that one. Uh, I I'm hoping if we get a draft, it's gonna be like Reinhardt, Czar, or geisenberger To be honest with you, I, I want like those guys. But that's just me, right? uh Although anilla would be very cool because she would at least be able to encompass like multiple different things at the same time she wouldn't just be like oh yeah she's just like a spear user right like
0: yeah she could punch and kick and summon sheep or whatever yeah
1: yeah she's already got that fighting game background to her because yeah. uh you know that's that's well i mean if you've uh if you know who uh you know terry bogart is <laughs>
0: no i never heard of him what does he do uh he a-
1: he asks he asks how you're yeah. doing
0: <laughs> yeah see if you're okay <laughs> but yeah um, I, I think um, yeah that's the thing so Anilla becomes a possibility even though it's not her year for example mm-hmm. um, it also means it also means Reinhard's is completely possible too now because now we need now they think they may want to add a, a uh, representative from that arc oh. Um and then an, an, an evoker, for example, too. So
1: they, they also haven't um last DLC draft was a female. Maybe maybe they mm-hmm. want to put a male draft, you know. Yeah, maybe they will Eisenberger for that reason, you know, plus an evoker. It covers a bunch of different things.
0: I, I'm thinking red rack, but red rack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking red rack. All
1: right, all right, okay.
0: <laughs> I haven't heard of that character in a while. Yeah, you're probably right because there are already two female drafts, technically, Ladiva and Narmaya. There's only one male, so...
1: It's only Valsarraga, so...
0: Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so that's probably the main thing with Anre. What was your take on the leak? So I was thinking to myself when it leaked again, I was like, well, history repeats itself yet again. Um, <laughs> and there's two main theories I have about this. One, it's just a simple clerical error. Um, XC probably uses some Twitter scheduling bot. And they probably miscommunicated the time, time zones, and so on and so forth. Based on the time it came out, I think it was around 10.02. That's usually around when they schedule, send out scheduled tweets sometimes on the weekend. So yeah. I was like, eh, ah, probably clerical error. Theory 2, which is the stupid one that I have, is they <laughs> leaked it on purpose, right? Um, there's a history of like, characters that are kind of like ho-hum reveals. Uh-huh. And there's Abigail in Street Fighter V, um, Kage from Street Fighter Five, all recent memory too, right? they all kind of leak during or like around when it's supposed to come out, the, the information. And so, like, I think when these characters are not that exciting, they kind of like leak them out on purpose and then kind of soften the blow because they all know we wanted a different Eternal, right? Just statistically, they knew that, right? <laughs> so my big brain theory is they leaked it on purpose or they didn't they didn't communicate to XE that it was a leak on purpose. Uh-huh. And then they just, let it, they just let it out just to like kind of soften the blow for when it actually came out. You know what
1: So I, mean? I I would, I guess, feel like that that theory would be a little more plausible if it weren't for the fact that it was only the XSEED account mm-hmm. uh, that leaked it. it. I feel like if it was the Japanese account that leaked it, it would be a uh, it would be more plausible that they leaked it on purpose because Grand Blue is an IP that is far more popular in Japan than it is America. It's even mm-hmm. versus, right? Like even versus. Yeah. Uh, So I feel like if you want to soften the blow from, you know, people wanting like Seophon or Six, for example, uh, you know, or, you know, whomever else, I I feel like you you want to soften the blow. You want to soften the blow with the bigger fan base, probably.
0: (laughs) You know what? I I see your point and I'll raise you. All right. They're going purely for they're going purely for word of mouth. You know, so they they're making a small leak point like usual, like even Abigail, for example, like it's just a YouTube trailer for like a little while, then took it back down. It was pretty hard to find, right? So that's 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 my theory currently. It's not a good one, but and it, but it's the funnest one.
1: You, you, know, you know what's funny is I feel like it always happens uh on the American side, almost almost always. Mm. Uh I don't know if you remember BB Tag 2.0's trailer.
0: <laughs> <But> I do. <laughs> that's the thing though like it's it depends so like in our system works games of old mm-hmm. um they accidentally just left the data in the um like in the game for example i yes. got data mine yeah out, right? so there's that um but i guess i'm thinking for us other times you may be right it's just like too many moving parts between time zones and if they change the plan then um they have to you know, change everybody's plan. Maybe the plan doesn't go all the way through. That's 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 theory A. Which is, like I said, it's the less fun one, <laughs> but very likely. Um, yeah, I, I do think that for me personally, it's crazy how right Dom was in general. <laughs> I would say with most of his takes, he's clearly the Grand Blue Whisperer. Um,
1: I, I mean, there there's hardly anybody that knows uh, Grand Blue as much as this man. To be honest with you. Yeah,
0: so. <laughs> He was pretty on point. Even his UL prediction was pretty on point.
1: Well, his his Foxfire was off though, <laughs> it turns out. True.
0: Yeah. But I think they didn't want to really make Anji for real, is the thing, because Anji's cheap.
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> hey, I'm, the thing. I'm a big Anji lover, so I would have been okay with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I think like her movement is like it is just Fujin, right? For the most part, like different, like different Fujin. And then they gave her like Zeku's like stance kind of thing, a little bit. Right? A
1: little, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then, so, I was like, yeah, that's, that's probably more more reasonable way to make Anji. You don't want to make a character that can throw a fireball on Oki and have it be two hits. You uh-huh. know? <laughs> Just saying. So, my, my, my uh, prediction was that uh, it would be
1: similar, you know, uh, the, the whole ninja style thing. Uh, I yeah. think we, we all have the prediction. But the the prediction of Foxfire, I think, only was a half correct. Because I said that Foxfire would be, like, a something that she would put on herself and use. And it turns out Foxfire is an animation in the third dance. It, you, yeah. You, and you can see it on her.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's, I'll, I'll give that like a, a fourth of a point. Yeah. I'm yeah. Judge, uh, it's so. it's definitely a quarter.
1: <laughs> like it's it's a quarter or a half at m- absolute most. And uh, a half is probably being generous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll give it a third. We'll split the difference.
1: Uh, a, a, f- a fourth is okay. I You know, I'm not going to be bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So the main takeaway from that is, Make sure to listen when Vibrant Sheba's on, because he always gets the right prediction.
1: do I mean, it's when it, when it comes to Dom explaining anything, I, I I usually just wait for what he tells me, right? Like like if it, <laughs> if I have a question about Grand Blue Fantasy, whether it be like in game, like oh I don't know how to beat this fight or something, like I'm going to Dom. Like <laughs> if it's if it's lore related, I'm going to Dom. At this point, now if it's fighting game related, I thought I was the expert, but now I'm just going to
0: Dom. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, that that amount of wisdom is unparalleled. But yeah, on that segue, it would be wise to, for us to take a break. So we'll take one and we'll come back with some passionate talk. And we're back. So, I'm once again, I'm back here with Ebonic Plague. And for now, for the second segment, we want to talk through um, a lot of the patch note changes that are going to be coming out uh, along with UL. So, as far as we know, it does seem like a pretty minor patch. Um, only five characters were changed. Let's see uh, Belial, Jita, Narmaya, Gran, Cagliostro. Cagliostro, not really much change. So, I would say it's probably mostly four, if you want to take it that way.
1: Yeah, I think that falls in line with my prediction of what the patch was going to be. I, I think a point goes to me on that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think so. I, I, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the predictions in later, but um, I think everyone was right that they would probably adjust Belial a little bit. Yeah. Um, so let's just go ahead and talk about that. Uh, Belial, um, I read the developer notes, which was, um, he's very strong. Yeah, I think we all knew that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what they wanted to do was kind of change his kind of risk-reward ratio. And so, uh, the first change they did was kind of change far H to make it a little bit more risky. So when it's blocked, the second hit, um, the level is lower, so it has less block stun and less hit stun. So it's more difficult to combo on counter hit now. Probably more, like, no more close to H on counter hit. Yeah. Uh, but maybe a, maybe you'll get a two L still. But that's in line with other characters. Um, and also like the back end of his hip hurt box is bigger, so. I think that's probably for, like, if you, like, guess that he's going to do it and you jump over him or jump neutral, you're probably going to be able to punish him now. Yeah, you know? it's that's like, probably what it's done.
1: It moves forward. So before it was really hard to catch him sometimes, you know, like you would you, yeah. would, you would jump over it on a guess or whatever. You'd guess correctly, but your character wouldn't have a, a move that hits behind themselves enough to be able to catch him.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's that's pretty big change. I would say that it falls, it's probably a bigger nerf than I thought it you know me personally although they didn't change the hit level of the first hit and that's probably the thing that probably saves the move in general like uh-huh. it's still probably going to be dominant up close but now it's like being minus 4 against Ladiva is really scary that's like doing boot and getting having it blocked right oh yeah so, no
1: I'm terrified if I'm minus 4 in Ladiva's face.
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah not punishable but it is kind of a tough spot to be like you are going to give your opponent a lot more space to kind of just run in and pressure you instead um so I do think overall it's pretty big change i guess they didn't want to like over nerf it and have it be useless so i think it's a happy medium
1: we actually talked about that in the the last podcast um Mm -hmm. you and i were both mentioning 5h because obviously you know it's 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 clearly a strong move there's there's no sugarcoating it um i i was talking about how like uh i specifically wanted the first hit to have some changes you know, mm. because it was it was, you know, uh, I think it was like, what, a frame faster than other five H's in the game or something like that. I'm forgetting. Yeah. But uh, and, you know, obviously it's very easily hit confirmable, etc. etc. It has all these different things. Uh, so I didn't want it to, to I didn't want them to change every possible thing because then it would be useless. <laughs> yeah. But, so I think they kind of went with that route. It's just they did it differently than I expected. Cause I was like, yeah, first hit, you know, it's gotta change the frame data, maybe that kind of thing, and then they they went with the route that they did, which uh, it might actually pan out to be pretty good because, like you just said, it's it's still strong.
0: Yeah, I think it'll still, I think it'll still dominate up close. Is the thing like if you press it at the same time as like someone's M button, you're gonna crush it still, right? Yeah. Um. So it's probably still pretty good, but I do think the um, like just overall though, if your opponent plays more passively, it's like riskier but play passively against belly is also really scary so um yeah I, I think I'll, I'll take it as it is um the next change is they kind of just like straight up nerf the damage of his fireball spin uh-huh. um I mean that's pretty clear they lost about 300 damage so um as, as it is like one of the first hits of the move it is a it's just a straight damage nerf um 300 is not insignificant for the most part I think that like our impression of belio's is damage is very consistent if not though the max damage isn't like the highest or anything but um it lowers the consistency even further mm-hmm. so you know they just want to make him a little worse i can i can vibe with that yeah uh, the main thing that i wanted to like the main other change to that move though the follow-up is that um there is more recovery and the timing for the h follow-up is also like a little bit like it's a little bit slower now so I, from what I read in the developer notes, if you're doing the fireball into the H follow-up, uh, even from EX, it won't combo unless it's crouching. So I have to test it in game to see if that's really the case. But that's a pretty big change. Like as of right now, hit your opponent with anything, EX fireball them, then do a full combo, right? Yeah. Um, if that only works on crouching now, that's a big change.
1: Yeah, I, it'll still be okay to save him for block stun reasons, right? But uh, it it's it's definitely lessening the the blow. For if you get hit by just a, uh, a wild now 5-H from Belial, right?
0: Yeah. But the other thing, too, is that um, I think because the gap is bigger there, you could super between the follow-up now. But that's Ooh. that's risky, obviously.
1: I, yeah, I didn't think about that. So you could, you could, like, DP or something?
0: Yeah, it's risky. And the other thing, too, is that it disappears if you hit him. Like, the follow-up yep. disappears now. So and it's not a trade anymore. So I think my reading of this is that move is just a lot riskier. Um, it used to be one of the best, safest moves in the game, right? Yeah. But now you can't really do it anymore.
1: Well, that was like that was like one of Belial's biggest strengths was his his risk reward had very little risk. It was like an eighty percent reward, twenty percent risk type character, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Like I I know it sounds like a little whiny, but that that's that's like probably a slight exaggeration of how much risk reward there was, but it's it's also still pretty pretty up there. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So I think, um, I think overall, that's a pretty big change is the other change was too, is the EXDP change. Um, so EXDP now like knocks back further away. We don't know how far away it is yet, but my impression is that through all of the belly mirrors you watched at Rage, <laughs> almost all of them are like, well, I'm losing, I'll DP you. It's my turn now. That's almost all of them went that way. 100%. Right? Yeah. So I think the turn he gets from his uppercut, Notoria, will probably not be as good as it used to be. Um, and it'll probably be more, like, even-ish. Like, it'll probably be, like, a little bit of advantage instead of, like, well, I DPU and I get a full mix-up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's that's a fine change. I think most characters don't get, like, a full-on, like, it's my turn after an EXDP. So I think it's good. I think it's a good change.
1: Yeah, like, a lot of, a lot of characters after an EXDP, they get, like, a... They get a meaty that os is uh their the opponent's dp, that's about it, yeah. right? Like, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's not usually one of those like oh, yeah, you just straight up get mixed <laughs> like with Vlad, yeah. I feel like, but
0: so I think it's good. I do think most of the changes do exactly what the developers intended. I uh, he has a QL change where the timing of his auto combo, like the the total the movement timing is a little different. I assume it's just because like if you do like a stagger. And it comes out funny and it hits like the, the, the spot where he's at will be like weird, but I think that's not much of a change.
1: Yeah. It, it said specifically that it was the auto combo moves forward at a later or shorter or earlier time. I can't remember which, right.
0: It's a, it's a later time. Yeah. So it's, it's not much of a change. Like you probably won't see it play out much. So, yeah. Interesting. That's a, um, that's a good segue into Cagliostro who really didn't get changed much at all, but also got that change. Um, I think it's, they also. uh, Kaganlio's show mostly got, um, quality of life changes. So it's easier to uh, air teleport now if you do a air fireball, but you end it on down the air fireball won't come out. So if you're trying to do like a jump forward into like a teleport, you're more likely to get that teleport as opposed to doing an air fireball an accident.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's nice. Quality of life stuff is, has been incredibly nice to be honest with you because like, I remember originally uh, when the game first came out, there was a couple of different uh, input interpretation issues that a lot of people had. Mm. So it's it's nice that they seem to be receptive about that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of 50-50 on it because once you learn to do it a certain way, I hate it when they change it. But I'm old and I hate change. So. <laughs> yeah, well, Like I have such a hard time uppercutting now, but I know it's probably saving me from uppercutting on accident. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I mean, a lot of people getting the uh, the run forward uppercut has uh, in this game has been an issue. So I think it's it's yeah. nice to get the uh, to have uppercuts be a little bit more difficult, honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, you know what? I'll take that. The other change was that they made her um, SSBA, I think, like her, the hitbox is a little bigger now, like upwards. So that I think you could probably use those anti-air a little easier, but it's just in line with other characters. It wasn't meant to be meant as a buff. Mm hmm. So, yeah, Cagliostro, you're playing Cagliostro, you know, character's about the same, honestly.
1: I, I mean, she I don't think she needed, like, big changes, and it's also kind of early for us to decide whether she will or not, right? Like Yeah.
0: She's not. That's kind of what the developer said, too. It's like, ah, it's still early. So for those of you who think it's been a long time, it's only been about two months, and that's, for fighting games, that's that's a short time.
1: Not only has it only been about two months, but there hasn't been any, like, major events that have had her uh, played, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we don't really know. Uh, like, obviously, you know, people are playing them in, in you know, their, either their local online events or, you know, a little bit further than local or whatever, because it's online. Uh, but there hasn't been like uh, a crazy, I mean, there was one Cagliostro at Rage, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. So so that was like, that was, I wonder if that was only because, you know, she finally got allowed to be played. Because in the, the Rage semifinal, she wasn't allowed to be played because she had just come out.
0: So I'm yeah, I think it's fine. You know, I, I'm old, so I'm like, yeah, play, play a character is still new until they've been played for at least six months. So Bailey is still too new in my opinion.
1: I'm I'm pretty young and I feel the same, to be honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about your favorite character, Narmaya. Hey, um, that's my guy. They got they've a couple of good changes. Um so far heavy now. Uh same speed as um wait, is it far heavy or it, it's, it's close heavy? It's,
1: it's close heavy, but it's specifically the uh Kagura version, right? Fleet Flutter?
0: Yeah. So what it is is that, um, sorry, it's it's close heavy, and they made it the same as Genji, the assist speed. So that way, if you hit with a uh, crouching 2M, you can always combo into H. And they did that so that you don't have to change stances to combo, basically. Mm-hmm. And so that's a good change. I think Nanmaya is already, like, a fairly complicated character, so um, that change definitely doesn't hurt. But that move as a neutral move is pretty good, so... Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look, I'll take it. (laughs) Um, And I'll I'll see how it plays out. Uh, As for other changes, um, this is mostly a quality of life thing, but um, the follow-up, like, so not the follow-up, but like the M version of her slashes in after doing the uh, dashboard comes out faster now. It's so that you can confirm easier, basically. I know that like in general, when you confirm with her, you use the L version of the slashes because... Well, it's easier to confirm, but I think they made the, the M version of the follow up faster, so you can actually confirm and do a little bit more damage.
1: Oh, is is that is that going from dash?
0: Yeah, from dash only, I believe.
1: Oh, okay, because because um that was actually a change that they uh well uh it's a little bit different from a previous change, but it's very close. Uh, one of the previous changes was that uh, M-, M slashes in uh free flutter stance. Uh. Uh, started up a little bit further away so that you would have a, an easier time being able to uh, to convert. Mm-hmm. Um, so now they're making it so that you can also do that off of a Dash in in Dawnfly's Dance, which is super nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think they wanted to give that move a use. It Like, you know, on release, it didn't really have a use because you couldn't combo into it. It's not better for Block Strings. So what do you use it for? It's, it uh, <laughs> doesn't
1: really have much of a use as of current until the patch, I would say personally. Uh, I mean, like yeah. you know, there's there's like oh, if you don't want to use ex slashes uh, for whatever reason, I guess maybe maybe I I don't know maybe you want one more knockdown because the combo will kill afterwards if you were able to hit kind of deal. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, good change. I think it's a good quality of life change. For most of those are quality of life changes, but I will say the far H is probably like a real buff. So.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think it's probably going to shape up to be a, a pretty big buff, but of, again, we we have to only wait and see. <laughs>
0: yeah. Kind of keeping in line, um, you're probably seeing a pattern here, but um, all the characters that have changed are kind of like this, are mostly like those ground-based Shoto characters, right? Uh-huh. And so the next two characters, Gran and Jita, were both also changed a pretty significant amount. Still kind of more along the lines of like this character is a little easier and like makes more sense to play now, but... Not, like, really significant buffs, but um, I do think they're trying to make these other... Because, you know, is the best Shoto, right? In the previous version. Uh-huh. And then, so in this upcoming version, they want to make it so there are some reasons to play the other Shoto's like at all, right? So, nerfing Bailey a little bit, buffing all the other ones. That's kind of what we're seeing here. So, let's start with Gita. Um Jita is... Um, her far L is less likely to whiff from far range now. Uh-huh. Um, that's that's a good change i think that it is a kick so i think we kind of expected it to behave like that but now it probably hits all the way to the ground because because fighting games um i'm okay with that just because i think other characters have that anyway uh so i think that's fine Uh,
1: yeah i think actually other characters got this particular change uh because it was happening to them where like somebody would be crouching and like their far l would whiff at the max range or something but
0: i can't remember it was um it was a uh, the developer specifically stated that 2L, 2L, far L doesn't work a lot of the time if the opponent is crouching for Jeta. Yeah. So they made this change for her. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, she deserves that. <laughs> so I think the character is a Shoto, right? But the thing that sets her apart is Vorpal Blade, right? That move that kind of like the slashes move, her is basically, right? Yeah. And so sort of <laughs> the difference, yeah. The difference between her and other characters is this move, basically, right? So they nerfed it a lot in the previous patch. And now they want to buff it again, right? But they didn't want to change the frame data. They just kind of made it so that you can wait longer to cancel the other hits. And so I love this change because I love that kind of like block string ambiguity kind of character. Um, And so I think it's a great change. Um, But yeah, do you think it helps set her apart maybe?
1: Yeah, I I think that definitely sets her apart from at the very least Gran because Mm -hmm. uh, Gran doesn't really have a ton of those. uh, Gran doesn't really have like the frame trap special as a game plan, right like yeah. he has it but it's not like a central core theme i guess you could say mm-hmm. um whereas like this i feel like puts more of that power in directly into that as a game plan for gina to make her a little bit different because i mean you know she wasn't playing exactly like grand but it was it was very similar because she was a shoto like you're talking about how like a lot of the Shoto game plans are kind of similar but all of them are getting changed so that they at least play different i definitely think that's a that's important to set her apart because now she's going to play less like a Shoto and more like a frame trap character.
0: Yeah. The other funny thing is that I think the the identity of the character was Vorpal Blade just because of how Gamera, Gamera plays her, right? Uh-huh. So Gamera would just throw out EX Vorpal Blade and just like, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's what I do instead of pressing the normal button. <laughs> and like, you know, they nerfed the frame data a lot because it's obviously really good. And so now it's like a lot more minus, but giving it the ability to kind of do a delay follow-up kind of gives it a you know, you can do a little more with it, right? So then it's not just super minus your opponent will get a guaranteed, you know, something or other. Uh, this time, now you can kind of like, well, maybe I'll catch you sleeping, you know, or catch you pressing button.
1: I think it probably covers um, people's ability to be able to both cover the delay into secondary wreck and blocking at the same time. Yeah. Um, because now now if she can do it later, uh, you no longer can, can kind of time it and be like, oh yeah, if it hasn't come out by this point, you know what i mean uh, not, now there's more times for that to happen and which means it gives her more time to to mess with you
0: <laughs> yeah i think it's a great change um i think it's a good way of balancing it without just buffing it buffing the frame data again right because uh-huh. we, we tried that already <laughs> the the other change was the like l verbal blade is like it just starts up faster so it combos from crouching l um a much needed change for a lot of reasons i think other characters can easily combo from crouching l but not her um, so I think they made it, i think you e- ex are bust with her previously but now um, you have the option to do L el blade if you choose
1: there's really not very many characters that have trouble uh, confirming from crotch ls but uh, they definitely exist like yeah, uh, from so then, from longer distances i should say
0: yeah so they made that they made that a thing uh-huh. I, I like it um drive burst got buffed again um her, her power up move I mean that um so 5 you like you charge it up and it gets more powerful. Yep.
1: Yeah, her 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 five U was not exactly used in comparison to Grand's. Like it was, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but in comparison to Grand's, that move barely existed. Uh whereas like, you know, power charge from Grand was is like a is a really strong, like meaty, it's a really good neutral button, you know, it also allows for like incredible combo starter, etc.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think so too. And specifically for her, I, I just read the notes again. Um, so you can combo from far. Counter hit H uh-huh. will combo into the move, and um... <laughs> yeah. So then, if you're if you've leveled it up a lot, it does a lot of damage, basically. So it's a good way to the kind of like mid screen. You're playing footsies. You counter hit your opponent with far H. You do you know you fo- you combo it into drive burst and do big damage basically. And you know they're far away. I know a player like Gamera would would have just supered anyway, but this gives you an option even when you don't have super. So
1: yeah, I guess I guess that the one thing that that doesn't really mess with though, is the time for Jita to charge, uh, the 5U because like, mm. as it currently stands, a lot more people are taking the, the frames on like either a knockdown or something like that to not charge 5U to instead, you know, go for a setup or a mix-up kind of deal. Yeah, So I, I, I don't really understand how that helps, <laughs> uh, in the, in that sense, because like, I, I don't think people are going to use it a ton more because if you can't get it to full charge in the first place, Unless maybe the the charges prior to full charge are pretty significant in terms of extra damage. In which case, then, I think, all right, um, that's that's pretty good, I would say.
0: Yeah, I have to see it actually play out, but I would assume it's probably just like, like, wham, boom, like 2,000 damage, which is kind of a lot, but uh, it could be more, honestly. Because uh, it's, it's just the first two hits, right? But um, what I think is, what I think they're kind of also putting in to kind of make her a little more flavorful is that, um, I think you they want they want you to charge more in neutral is what it is so that if you charge in neutral and you play, you're playing the fireball war with her um, she's the only one with the charge it, like charge up fireball too right yep so then that kind of gives you a little bit like adds a little bit more wrinkles to like when you just straight up doing like a fireball war with her um, she could either charge up then dodge your fireball charge up then like you know counter counteract you with the charged fireball for example so I actually think it's pretty interesting uh, it's more interesting than I thought the more that I think about it
1: yeah uh what's cool about her fireball too is that like with there's a lot of people who obviously want to you know spot dodge a fireball when they see it so that they can make the cooldown take longer they want to roll it and then get a punish something like that because yeah. she can charge it you actually can't just do that easy right like it's not like yeah. oh yeah this is auto time i know exactly when to spot dodge it's like no it's when she lets the button go and it's like eh, it's a little bit more difficult
0: <laughs> yeah and i think that's that's more than i that's more credit than it like it's more than i thought when i first started the changes honestly i actually I actually like it more than i thought because not only do you get value from charging and taking up frame time but also you get value from like in it, it kind of plays into her game plan as a whole with like a variable fireball timing right yes so i like it yeah um on the end on the other end of the spectrum is grand um grand didn't really get many changes actually and i i think who was it i think um I think we all kind of in the part in the previous podcast, were like, well, Gran, there's really nothing too good about him right now. Um, He's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to see why you would use him as opposed to other characters. Um, And I think that kind of stays the same. uh, Maybe I guess let's talk through the changes real quick. For
1: for me, though, uh, I I just got to touch on that for me, though. It's I I feel a little bit differently. Um, I don't think he's too strong in any aspects, um, but I do feel like he is strong. Right. Like Hmm. I, I don't see why you would play him over Belial. But I do see why you would play him over the other Shoto's in the game currently, mm-hmm. uh, personally, but that's only because I think Belial is that strong.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fair.
1: Yeah. I, I, I really do think that that character is still incredibly good. It's just that like anybody playing Grand is just kind of switched over to Belial because he's just like, he's just like souped up steroid version kind of deal.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Actually. No, I'm probably more along that line as well. Um, but me personally, like, it's interesting because her, his character this time around didn't get many buffs, but since it like um, I th- I kind of agree that he was already pretty strong, but people didn't really see much value in him. But now that Belial is, you know, somewhat somewhat nerfed, maybe some of these buffs will make a lot of sense. So let's go and talk through it. Um, the first one is that they kind of they kind of buffed his hurt boxes as a whole. So I think, um, and like they kind of listed a lot, so like Backdash... Walking forward, walking backwards, um, standing straight up, um, like standing up and blocking even, right? Uh, while he's doing a crossover, for example, things like that. So a lot of different stances, got his hurt box like tweaked a bit, uh-huh. and mostly to be to buff them, right? So I kind of understand this because I think my impression of his hurt box is that it's big because of the way he's standing, he's standing kind of like you know spread out right yeah so they this is like clearly like a buff to him because just try to make him a little bit more like other characters um i'm not sure how much this will really play into the game i mean it's nice to have but you probably won't notice it kind of thing
1: i i don't don't know it sounds to me like they felt like he was maybe getting clipped in neutral more often than he probably should Mm -hmm. uh so if if that was the case then I, I do think it may it may end up showing up a lot more uh, than we're expecting because if he's getting clipped in neutral uh, more often than previously, or I mean uh, uh, more if previously he was getting clipped in neutral more often than after the patch, uh, mm-hmm. we'll be able to see it pretty pretty quickly because of the uh, because like people will just be missing in neutral where they would probably have put him the block stun or they probably would have like caught him walking forward or something I think. Yeah, uh, un- unless maybe the changes are just that minor.
0: <laughs> yeah. I really wonder about that. I'm very curious to see. Like it- it's it's one of those changes that's hard to know right away, but unless like you play the character. If you play the character, you probably know right away. But if you're just watching, um, I think that it is one of those things that you probably wouldn't have noticed personally. But a lot of people do play via feel, so that's something that could show itself. Yeah. Um, the change that I actually thought was pretty interesting is um his power raise, his five U. Um it's you always, if it's uncharged, you always get a level one. Yep. And like the timing from charging level one to level two has gotten a lot shorter. So, no, yeah. So kind of similarly to Jita, I was thinking that like they want to give more value to power, to charging. And so, you know, his his power raise was obviously a little bit better than Jita's Drive Burst, but... Um, i do wonder how powerful this is i i personally always used it when i played grand just to try to like set myself apart or whatever dude that move that
1: move is ridiculous like um uh you you were probably quote-unquote setting yourself apart at the very beginning but uh later down the line when grand players started figuring out like this this, like how strong that move is uh they're they're like all using it i think because like if if i feel like if you're not using grand 5u is like a both a neutral uh, mix up and a meaty like type move you're I I don't know what you're doing
0: (laughs) yeah well I mean that's what you do that can actually like you know put your footprint on the game right so that's kind of how I felt about it I I like the change Um, I think for the most part people have just been letting level one go most of the time and that's consistent right and but now you can probably see people use a level two more often Um, and you know that might add some sauce to the game because um like you know as you power that move up it gains like additional properties that people haven't really played around a whole lot so yeah um that's always fun like you know the random invincibility frames is always fun so well
1: what's wild to me is like level one is already incredible uh in terms of the amount of damage you get off it if it hits uh near the corner right because it wall bounces on counter hit and stuff uh so, so now you're giving Grand the possible, the possible chance to maybe get that damage more often than he did previously, which was something that he was already incredibly good at uh, in the corner. So yeah.
0: I, I don't know. I'm scared,
1: <laughs> personally. <laughs> the
0: thing is, yeah, the thing is actually is that I think they're trying to make that part of his identity again. Just like if you're in the corner and you get by Grand's like good move, then you'll take a lot of damage, right? Because that used to be boot. If you got counter hit by boot in the corner, you're dead, right? <laughs> I think they're trying to make power raise be more like that move now without just having it be boot again because, you know, previously, boot was like the enforcer move, right? Like, well, you you fool around, with grand, he's going to kill you, basically, right? With, you know, a big counter hit, you're dead. Now it's going to be power raise, most likely, which is not quite as good as the, like, you know, Triangle Drive Burst, for example, mm-hmm. but still pretty good, obviously, right? Obviously, the, clearly, they wanted to nerf it because they did. But I think they wanted to give him an option that still kind of plays into that. Well, if you're in the corner, beware, right? And I think they're kind of trying to, like, revive that part of his game plan. So I, Not revive, but make it better.
1: I I just can't understand that, personally, because uh, I've always personally thought that power charge, power raise, uh, in the corner or near the corner was stronger than boot, uh, even pre-patch, personally, uh, because you get more damage off of power power charge in the corner than you do off of raw boot hit, uh, mm. wall bounce, it's because you get to do raw boot hit afterwards too. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I don't know. I just I I don't I don't know. It's it's already scary enough. It was scary pre patch, and then now it's like it's escalating. I feel like this is just kind of my thoughts on it. Like maybe I'm wrong. Yeah,
0: you know, that's fair. I think most people would think that like because boot is just so much easier to use previously not anymore um. but it was so much easier to use back then compared to power raise that like that's kind of why people have relied on boot more often and you know i think power raise is one of those moves where like it takes some finesse to use by comparison because it, it's easier to jump that move right compared to jumping boot is what i think most people's vibe on that move was but obviously if you used it correctly it's equally as powerful right but now you know there's a clear choice i would say and so i think that helps people understand that that move is actually good you know, some, some changes are like this too, you know, there's some, we want to make it better so that you know, it's good. Come on dummies. <laughs> right. So Zeta, Zeta 2M, that's exactly what that is. Yeah.
1: I, I feel like, I feel like um boot was maybe better than power Race, uh because of online, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's a lot yeah. harder to deal with boot online than it would be offline. Right. Because like you can, yeah. you can kind of stop boot if you, if you see it coming offline, I feel like. But uh, if, if it's online, it's much, much more difficult, right? So I feel like they've been balancing Boot and and Gran itself around, based off of online versus offline, because obviously we are in a situation where online is far more prominent. So moves get a lot stronger uh, in a different situation if they're less reactable or maybe, you know, the delay is is ruining your your, your chance at uh, hitting the button fast enough kind of deal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and speaking of boot, let's that'll segue into the final change, which is that they kind of buffed the M version of boot um, so that it's easier to use. I would say Um, first change is that um, when it hits up close, it 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 deals more hit stun, I guess, and so um, that's interesting. That's an interesting change. Um, But the second change is that if it counter hits, there's more hit stun. So hit stop actually. So that's also a good change, I would say. Um, I think in theory it was possible to combo off that move on counter hit before but it almost never happened kind of thing um but now it can it's easier and that's that's a good buff because i think before you would kind of do frame tracks with boot and if they press the button you would kill them in the corner now you could get damage anywhere i would think um so that's a cool change i do think that change is like it's probably one of those things where it's two hits now but only it can hit once (laughs) it's one of those like band-aid changes yeah uh there are, there are instances of this moves like this. I don't know about Grand Blue versus, maybe there are, but like there, there's a really common ones in other fighting games where the character would jump, like kick with two kicks, but it hits once, even though it like lasts forever. Like Hazama and Blaze Blue, for example, jumping B yep. would do like, it, it can only ever hit once, but they, it would stay around forever. It's one of those moves. So that's what I expect is the change here. So up close is probably a level four move or something, and up, and far away it's back to being level three or something like that. Yeah,
1: I don't really know if I can comment on this change in particular, because post 2.0 grand changes, you know, to the boot, I haven't played against a lot of grand, obviously, because, Mm -hmm. you know, most people are switching the character (laughs) quite a bit. Uh, Yeah, most people are playing, obviously, the 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 Belial or, you know, maybe somebody else. Uh, Not not to say that he's maybe, you know, weak or anything, but a lot of people did end up switching.
0: Yeah. The other thing too is that, like, I think you would never run into a player who played Gran like that. Like, they, they think the previous complaint is that if you're really point blank, um, you can punish Gran for hitting you with that move, right? Yeah. I absolutely. think it's like minus six or seven. But, you know, nobody does that, is the thing, right? So nobody uses a move like that. So you're very, you're not likely to run into that situation anyway, is the thing. But, you know, Gran is supposed to be a, a beginner friendly character. You shouldn't give him a move that can kill himself with. So I, I accept the change.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. Actually, it's he is meant to be the character that you pick when you're just starting out. So giving him this tool that seems super enticing to kill yourself with is a horrible idea. I think, no, no, you're totally right. That's actually a yeah. change.
0: <laughs> I think it's fair. I, I think that like, he like you know, in other games, usually like a move like this would probably stay nerfed. I think like, for example, Ryu's, um, you know, I think like sometimes his, uh, Tatsumaki is like bad in some games right but it just stays bad because we know they know not to use that version basically right uh-huh. it's hard to do that in Grand Blue with with Grand because I think he doesn't have that many moves to begin with yeah and, you know you don't want to give him one that's bad so I, I get the change
1: yeah that, that is kind of uh, how I feel like the team has balanced a lot of things is uh this game doesn't have nearly as many moves as other fighting games right it's meant to be mm-hmm. uh, a little bit easier to grasp for, for somebody coming into fighting games uh, so less moves kind of helps with that. Cause there's less things to think about. Uh, so, you know, if you have less say, you know, you don't have this normal or that normal or 12 other special moves, uh, you know, I guess street fighter characters don't have like 12, but you get
0: my point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but they got six normals. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: They have proximity normal. They have this, that not in street fighter five, yeah. but in street fighter four, for example, they had proximity yeah. normals. They had, uh, command normals. You know, we, we don't really have command normals in Grand Blue Versus. Uh, it, we we do have proximity normals, but they're almost the same thing as as yeah. as, uh, as the far and close. There's there's some of them that are very clearly different. Don't get me wrong, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're easy to use too. Is the main thing I would say. Um, I think I always had a hard time with Street Fighter close to normals because some of them would just whiff on crouchers or something. Um, mm-hmm. But not that doesn't happen in this game. So either way, um, yeah. But for the most part, I think that kind of tying it all together i do like most of the changes Uh um i do think it kind of compresses um it does compress like the overall power level while also giving some characters a little bit more shine the one thing i did want to get to though is that this means that Zeta, lancelot ladiva and sora is they're all fine apparently (laughs) they're all good where they are (laughs) what's your take on that uh
1: i disagree personally i think uh I, well, okay, so like I've always thought Zeta has been like hilariously ridiculous uh, previous patches and things like that, even post like before the changes, uh, and I think she's she's pretty ridiculous in this version, like uh, just in a different way. You know what I mean? Because like before it was like, oh, if you got knocked down by Zeta, it was like, well, I mean, like, good luck, bro. Uh, and, yeah. and now it's now it's more like she's ridiculous for other reasons. Uh, and then like for, for LaDiva, they, they gutted her like a fish, honestly. They really, I don't yeah. understand why. She felt like the most perfectly designed grappler uh, in an Arxis game in a long, long time. And I don't mean that because like, I thought she was good. I mean that because like she was perfect in the sense that she had options for each thing. Right, she mm-hmm. and, and yeah. none of them seemed to be too powerful. They all had they all had counters, but she had a way to rock paper scissors you if you were worried about the counter kind of deal, right? Yeah. So uh, I I think I, I I disagree that those characters are quote unquote fine, but I also don't think that the developers think that they're fine. I just think that because of they wanted to hit kind of big changes in their mind before uh, for this patch since it was supposed to be a minor one. And I feel like there's probably going to be changes to those characters maybe a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we earlier you mentioned, like, you know, you've been in a dev situation. So I think you you know about this, this particular situation. Yeah, we had planned for this thing to come out with this uh, DLC pack, but it couldn't happen because of these reasons. You know what I mean? Like, so they had to do it a little bit later. And I think that might be the case. It's It's at least possible in my eyes
0: yeah that's actually a person that's actually a perfectly reasonable take um because like you know it takes a while to push out changes right so i would think that like these changes were probably baked long before rage even concluded uh-huh. probably my take on it but it's funnier to think that like well zeta didn't do that good so that's why she gets no changes <laughs> i mean maybe um, you're right <laughs> catalina did good catalina did great so she gets no changes um uh, what else oh yeah and ladiva did pretty good too so she gets no changes either you know what they're all they're all fine Oh, uh, lancelot he'll like lancelot keeps like kind of almost losing to matera so clearly he's not that
1: <laughs> yeah i mean if a character like matera can you know beat lancelot then uh, i guess that just means matera is good enough and lancelot's not that great right at the same st- yeah, exactly. time you, you cover two bases at once <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly but yeah that's the funnier version um i will say that like i do kind of expect another change when the last character does finally come out so we'll probably see how the rest of the game develops in the meantime i'm not so sure that like people will go back to their old shotos um i think that Bailey is still very good so i'm not so sure about that personally but maybe some people will think that like well um his ex fireball sucks. Well, it doesn't suck, but it's harder to use now, so that's a deal breaker. I don't know. I mean, they, I don't know they, they might go. they
1: might say it sucks because it's harder to use. You know, like a lot of people end up jumping <laughs> to conclusions pretty quickly.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why this podcast is a long form conversation, so you can hear my dumb ideas, and then <laughs> and then Ibanic can tell you that you know that wasn't such a good one.
1: Well, I mean, you know, it, it works. It works both ways, Shay. You can hear my <laughs> dumb ass ideas and say the same thing.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, I don't like leave very much still, but that's a personal thing. <laughs>
1: I I I think she was fine the way she was before. I'm I I don't like her as she is right now. I think I think they, they really did not do her justice.
0: <laughs> that's fair. All right. Well, that puts that does put a little bit more sauce into my Carva take where I do think Carva will be a character now and she could be like a half grappler and that's why they had to nerf
1: LaDiva. diva. You know, I at this point I'm starting to believe you too because of the Enre inclusion. that character is a little bit more possible now. Right. Like, exactly. (laughs) I I, I can't, I can't say you're wrong anymore. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right. So really good stuff. Um, Had a good time talking to you again. Um, I think that's about it. So uh, once again, thank you for joining me ebonic plague. Um, Anything else you'd like to say before we go?
1: Yeah. Really happy to be here as usual. Uh, You know, hopefully we can talk about it more as things develop because we don't know what's going to happen. Right. Uh, But the the other thing I'm going to say is, uh, you know, make sure to check out the holiday mastery Ronin Rubble that's coming up on the 17th through the 20th. Uh, that's gonna have ground loo versus, and mm. uh, I will be commentating its top eight. Uh, you know, I gotta shill for myself a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Um, definitely check it out um i think ul will be legal right? ul so...
1: is legal i was just about to mention that yeah i found that out today so <laughs>
0: yeah so maybe you'll get diaphone playing ul up there or something
1: so. oh man dude uh gosh uh if if diaphone uh, diaphone's currently on a Narmaya kick actually uh probably won't <laughs> switch characters until uh they win nlbc with Narmaya because they, mm-hmm. they they haven't been uh switching characters until they win nlbc with that character <laughs> so you know we might be a little bit before we see UL, but uh, I think it'll happen, right?
0: <laughs> well, that phone, if you're listening, you could play UL. I'll, 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 I'll let it go.
1: <laughs> I, I just want to see more not my Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. All right. Once again, great stuff. All right. We'll see you guys next time, everybody.
1: Bye bye.